Welcome back to Tupi Starch News. We are bringing you special coverage of the 2008 election for President of the United Gamers. And right now, we're going live to presidential nominee Tim Harding as he gives his acceptance speech at the Timocrat National Convention. My fellow Timocrats, of all the rocks upon which we build our lives, we are most dependent on video games. They are that most important foundation. They are RPGs. They are first-person <laughs> shooters. They are MMOs, and they are platformers. They are sports games, action games, adventure games, card games, casual games. They come from big publishers and from small independents, from Japan and from America, retail and digital. They are patches and downloadable content, <laughs> single player and co-op. They are the lifeblood of our free time. Now, <clears throat> there's another school of thought out there, one that likes the world of video games the way it is. That's the mindset of the Republicans, and the current administration has done nothing but bring broken promises and bad Sonic games. Now, we're hated by the entire world due to the choices made by my opponent and his colleagues. Do we want another eight years of this? No. But I believe that we will unite, we will face the gaming challenges of today, and we will change the gaming world forever, leaving a bright future for our children and our children's children. I'm running for this office not for personal gain, but for the widow I met just a few days ago, whose husband committed suicide because he couldn't find a job in the video game industry. Or the, the child who goes to bed at night dreaming of one day owning a Wii. Or the mother of three who lacks the skills required to spend quality time with her boys playing Halo. You see, that widow blames the Republicans for the lack of jobs, that child blames the Republicans for the lack of Wii's, and that mother blames the Republicans for her lack of ponage. My fellow Democrats, a vote for me is a vote for change. Change we can believe in. My opponent will try to scare you, calling me by my middle name, Ahmed. Or... <laughs> I almost made it through. I almost made it. <laughs> or spreading lies that my wife's wee fit age is 72. But my friends, that won't work this time. Your message is loud and clear. I will go forth as your humble servant and take back our pastime from the greed and corruption. Si se puede. Si se puede. Thank you and God bless. You just got done listening to Tim Harding's acceptance speech, and we are now going live to presidential nominee Ray Hargraves as he gives his acceptance speech at the Republican National Convention. Let's listen. 
Thank you all very much. Thank you. Tonight, I have a privilege given to few gamers, the privilege of accepting the Republican Party's nomination for President of the United Gamers. In my life, no day has gone by without half of it being spent playing video games, usually more. <laughs> you all know I've been called a maverick, someone who marches to the beat of his own bongos. Sometimes it's a compliment, sometimes it's not. What it really means is I understand who I play games for. I don't play for a franchise. I don't play for a system. I play for you. I've fought the scourge of bad gaming, and it didn't matter if they were Microsoft or Nintendo. They violated their gamers' trust, and they had to be held accountable. I fought the red rings of death, and I fought the atrocious qualities of Sonic games, who waste your money on new characters you don't want, voice acting you don't need, and mini games you've played a million times. And I promise you, the first big waggle project that comes across my desk, I will veto it with my vector pen tool. I will make them famous, and you will know their names. We lost the trust of the gaming community when some companies gave into the temptation of exploiting Wii controls to cash in on sequels that never needed to be made, or populating the digital download market with games that never should have seen the light of a power button. We're not going to allow that while you struggle to buy your memory cards, feed yourself with gamer grub, and make your mortgage payments to Tom Nook. We're going to change that. We believe in low game prices. We believe in rewarding hard work and risk takers with balanced achievements and special content or alternate endings. I've crossed system lines. I fought the greed of downloadable content on all systems. And I'm not running for president because I think I'm blessed with such personal greatness that history has anointed me to save these console wars in this hour of need. My system saved me. My system saved me from homework, saved me from paying attention in church, from editing podcasts, and even saved me from girlfriends, and I cannot forget it. My friends, if you find faults with your games, make them better ones. If you're disappointed with the mistakes of developers, join their ranks and work to correct them. Enlist as a warrior in World of Warcraft. Become a guitar hero. Feed a hungry chow or Nintendog. Our gaming community will be the better and you will be the happier. I'm going to play games for my cause every day as your president. I'm going to play to make sure every gamer has every reason to thank each other for being a gamer alongside them. Play with me. Play with me. Sit down and play with me. Thank you. God bless. Maybe one too many play with me there because I started to think you're talking about something else. <laughs> Trying to put the <laughs> emphasis on play with me. <laughs> Sit down. Sit down play. and play with me. Play with play me. And play with me. <laughs> Take off my pants and play with me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, come on, it's supposed to be fight with me, but oh well. I mean, no one takes fight with me as always means like fight with me, fight, fight <laughs> yeah. with me. Let's, let's do this. Take me on. <laughs> oh, All right. Well, good. hey, w welcome to episode forty-nine of Two Piece Start Live. He's Tim, and he is Ray, and this is truly season two now, folks. So we hope you enjoy the show. That's right. Enjoy it. Darn it. <laughs> Doggone it. 
Enjoy it, people. <laughs> so, what do we got on the agenda, my friend? I, I want to let people know that next week will we'll be the continuation of the run for president. Oh, you mean where I win in a landslide? Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> well, next next week we'll, we'll, we will uh, be having our first debate. Ah, yes. If there are more than one. But uh, we will have our debate, so you guys can look forward to that. In fact, send in your questions, and we may choose from the audience. Mm, yes, town hall debate. Yeah, yes. kind of town hall style. The, 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 the robot voice can read the questions YouTube debate. Us. Well, first up on the list, uh, let's see, we're going to do Suggestion Box, Comic Talk, Black Doom, and Topic of the Week. So let's kick off the Topic of the Week, actually. Sounds like Season 1 to me. Oh, don't give me that. <laughs> well, you're, you know, we can't just abandon all that people love about the show. Right. So and if uh, Season 2, if we were expecting, uh, if you were expecting a completely different show, then I don't think that's reasonable. But one of the things is that, uh, you know, by including the presidential stuff for the oh, first yes. couple of weeks here, at least, um, you know, it cuts into the time a little bit. So we can't immediately have remixes right away and, and maybe some other segments we might think of. So Maybe um, after the election we'll be able to do something. <laughs> when things like settle down and, and people start f- stop flaming each other on, on <laughs> <Right>. Facebook. <laughs> All right, well, first up is our topic of the week. That's right. We didn't get to this last week, right, because of e for all Yes, but we did want to talk about the big news that came out of Nintendo's press conference. Yes, lots of lots of things that maybe could have been mentioned at, oh, I don't know, E3? <laughs> yeah, you know, so they might have been ready to be playable by e for all <laughs> Oh, wait. No uh, Nintendo. No, wait, yeah. So well, this, this um, news was all announced, what, three days before e for all Yeah, basically, it was the week of. Maybe, the yeah, like a day or two before. And uh, we're thinking that because of their fall media summit, they they didn't have the time or resources to be at e for all It's the timing right. of the show. But that's all whatever. stuff we talked about in the last podcast. That's old. Old news. Boring. Thanks for ruining my show, Tim. You know what? I don't always remember what I talk <laughs> about on the podcast versus what I talk to you about because I don't listen to the podcast. And, and then sometimes you'll you'll say things in the podcast and I'll just cut it for time because it's really boring. Right. True. It's I not actually the t- content. It's just because of how you say it. I actually talk like three times as much as Ray. I'm really talkative, but he just cuts me off all the time. So it sounds like it's all him. I'm like, you get your say on the website. Now it's my turn. <laughs> Well, um, where should we begin? Um, the biggest thing for me, I probably, uh, the biggest new thing is probably Punch-Out. I'm, I'm pretty happy about their, their revive, reviving a franchise from the NES and SNES days, and they've been talking about this since the Wii was announced, that perfect game for the Wii with motion control, and, I mean, we don't really see much of it so far. I'm sure it's a long ways off. I mean, but, they uh, promised a lot with the Wii. They were delivering it fairly well on the launch. They've got it a little better over time, but it's still not really living up to the, the full potential that we expect from it. Yeah, I gotta say, I mean, I, I actually popped in Wii Sports this this evening, which I haven't done in months and months and months and months. And I loved it. And I was mad that I loved it because 
That means there isn't something else that they've made that I love <laughs> that much, right? That much right well, now. What about Mario you know? Super Sluggers? <laughs> I can't believe you just said that. <laughs> we almost broke up over that game a few days ago, <laughs> which we won't get into. But <laughs> but we didn't know we didn't even play Super Sluggers. We played Mario Superstar Baseball on GameCube. True, which is not nearly that as good was, as I'm That was hard it. enough on you. For the game that you loved, somehow you suddenly hated as soon as I came oh. over and just raped you with it. So Wait, who won the game? Well, okay, <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's talk about this. I just threw you pitches straight down the middle, and you hit probably 14 home runs in a row <laughs> just to tie up in the last inning, and then you pulled it off at the last minute. Due to an error, yep. <laughs> <laughs> a base is loaded, base is clearing error. Two outs. <laughs> they all scored. 19 to 16, I won. Well, I mean, when you mentioned to me that they were making the new punch out, I hadn't seen, it, seen any of the videos yet because I was busy trying to make my way over to see you at your place. And, That's right. uh, and so I was like, well, you know, how, what does he look like? Does he look like he does in Brawl? You know, because they have Little Mac in Brawl. I'm like, what does Little Mac look like now? And here, you're talking about, oh, his skin color is a little different. I'm like, oh, what, what color is it? <laughs> well, to me, to me, maybe, maybe it was the video I was looking at because it was like YouTube quality or something, but he looked like multi-ethnic Little Mac or something. <laughs> like, his skin was darker. You know how some games, they, they just want everyone to be able to appeal, you know, uh, uh, identify with the main character. So it's like, I don't know if he's white, black... You know, Italian, Hispanic—I don't really know, but I mean, he didn't look <laughs> so bad. Like, well, <laughs> what if? What if, he's like, <laughs> what if his color tone is like changing throughout the game, just <laughs> constantly, <laughs> constantly swaying to different tones? And then the cutscenes between the 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 fights, like his his accent changes based on <laughs> his skin color. So his, if he's his height and weight changes. <laughs> all-encompassing hero. Coming. Um, Another game that they announced is Sin and Punishment 2. And I was pretty thrilled to hear about this because Sin and Punishment, for those of you who don't know, was a Nintendo 64 game that was released only in Japan. And until... it wasn't until recently that they finally released it in America as well through the Virtual Console. So I had a chance to finally download this game and play it. I had interest because the character was an assist trophy in Brawl. Go figure. Um, and I and I really enjoyed the game. It was a really it reminded me of a Sega game a lot. I mean, it's basically just a ripoff of a of a, of a Sega game. So um, it was pretty pretty fun to play, and I thought it was a cool game. And so it's nice to see it back. I just wish the main character was the same looking character at least. But uh, um, and and my theory on that game is that it's going to be and I'm probably wrong, but this makes sense to me that it's going to be a WiiWare title. And the reason I say that is because. Well, if the N64 version, obviously downloadable through the one, uh, virtual console, um, it's an on-rails, probably fairly short game, and I mean the graphics, what I saw, I didn't see very much, looked nice enough, but it's it wasn't like super detailed or really, you know. Well, I um, mean, I, I, it'll probably be a short game if it's easy, but. Compared to the last Sin and Punishment game, I mean that game was freaking hard for me. So it, mm. it took me a long. It's it's one of those. It's kind of like Mega Man Nine, where you can't just breeze through it. Like you have to go through trial and error continuously, and then start back over in the level, go all the way through with everything that you've learned so far. And so that, I mean the game was difficult for that reason alone. But um, my problem would be it's hard for me to justify fifty bucks for a 
three to four hour type of game, you know what I mean? Like, Mega Man 9, if that was $50, who would have bought it? Well, just put a cup in your swimming pool and pull out some cash, you'll be done. It's like yeah, money out of your I, bra. Then I won't have as much of a swimming pool, you know? I mean, yeah. that's how I got the swimming pool, by hoarding like how, it all. How am I going to feed myself, right? I need to eat my money. <laughs> <laughs> But, but we'll see how that game uh, develops and see if I'm right or not. But I don't know. I, I can't imagine them charging 50 bucks unless it's way different than what it is, the first one. Um, we'll see. I predict it'll be a, a, a console game, not a WiiWare at, game. At 50 or something less, like 40 mm, bucks or something? I'm going to say... I'm going to say 50. Yeah, they don't really cheap out on games, do they? Another big announcement was uh, Mario, Mario & Luigi... Um, their new, their third RPG for the DS, basically, or their third handheld RPG, I guess. Um, Can't say I'm too excited. I'm not excited at all. I played the original on Game Boy Advance, and I was having fun, and then I, I just got sick of it. Just totally sick of that game. I couldn't finish it. And ditto on the DS one, which I owned. I think, I, actually, I still own it. I played it for a while, it was fun, and then it just gets boring, and it drags along, and the fighting gets redundant, and just did not like it, so... Um, so neither of us are really excited. excited for the third one, but... You Sorry. Know, we know people like guess, the game, they'll be interested. Yeah, you know, related to that, um, the DSi was announced, the new DS. Yes. Um, which, at first I was kind of excited for, and then as I read more about it, and... I just, mm, I wasn't. I wasn't very excited about it as soon as I heard about it. I didn't have any. So, so what are the new things with the DSi? Well, it's got a camera or two, I think. It's got um, two cameras on it. Yeah, um, it's a bit thinner, but I think it's slightly larger in the other directions. Um, okay. And it gets rid of the Game Boy Advance slot, which I am actually happy about. Um, because the DS Lite, it sticks out anyway, so I would never carry a Game Boy Advance That's cartridge true. in yeah. there. Yeah. And I figured they could make it thinner if they took it out, which they did, but not that much thinner, so it was kind of, eh. And um, it has a Wi-Fi store now, um, which is kind of cool. So it's basically like a WiiWare. It's like, a, it's like the WiiWare stuff, but for a DS. Yeah, exactly. And there, there's DS points that come with the DSi. You get a, I think you get a 1,000 to start, and you can buy more. And you can put an games. SD card into the, the DSi now, right? That's right. There's an SD slot, which is nice. Um, what else? So, I mean, the, the reason why I didn't find this very interesting is I'm like, that's great, but, like, what games are going to be for it? Well, and that's the big problem, yeah. Where are all the great DS games? Where's the new Super Mario Bros. 2? Or, you know, those... Yeah, what the frick, people? Where... <sighs> Where, heck, it's still, where, well, you know I why? I mean, where's Nintendogs too? Well, we still sell a hundred billion of them every week, so why make another <laughs> one, right? A hundred billion, yeah. <laughs> just about. <laughs> Seems about right to me. I, Give I, or I, take. Numbers are about right there. <laughs> um, moving on. Uh, sorry, there's just not that much DS stuff besides that. I, I, um, Club Nintendo was announced finally for the United States. Nice. Which is cool, but I again, I want to wait and see what, what that really means, because in Japan there's something called Club Nintendo, and for all the Nintendo products and stuff you get, you get points, and then it come, I guess once or twice a year they give you a choice of, like, do you want this 
Balloon Fight remake with Tingle in it for the DS? Or just a balloon. Or just a balloon, no. <laughs> no, they make it really tough. Or or do you want, like, a TV remote control that's identical to a Wii remote, but it controls your TV? Like, like stuff you'd never be able to get anywhere else. Limited right. edition stuff. They, they came out with a, a Super NES controller that is actually a GameCube controller, so you could play, you know, WiiWare or Virtual... Console yeah, it's basically, it's basically the classic controller, but it's actually a, an SS, it, SNES one. Yeah, so it's like a lot of really neat stuff. Um, but the question is, are they really going to do that here, or are they going to give us like stickers and posters for every hundred, you know, Wii titles we purchase? You know what I mean? Because I, I think, I yeah, just balloons. Um, I think either Europe or s some country, some area, region has a Club Nintendo. Um, besides Japan, and it's not nearly as good. Okay. So I'm kind of hesitant to be that excited about it, but at least we're getting something. I, I mean, for you especially, you buy almost any Nintendo game that comes out, and it, I, I think for uh -huh. you it would be nice to actually get something for that, right? Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with that. So, I mean... What's what the second part, not nothing. the first part? What? You don't think you buy every Nintendo game? No. Well, a lot of the first-party stuff, I'd say you buy... A lot of a lot of the major first party stuff. There's a lot of stuff I, that just doesn't interest me at all, though. Like Wario Land, shake it. No. Oh wait, you bought that. <laughs> like Brain Age Two, or or um. But did you buy Brain Age One? Uh, sort of. I shared it with a friend. Okay. Okay. Um, and uh, like touch. Like we f we fit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> What, what else? I know there's stuff I haven't gotten. I, it's like I can only think of the things that I that I bought because it's fresh on my mind. But like the things that I have not bought. Well, like the eye training game. Of course you didn't buy that, right? <laughs> no, Flash of course focus. not. It looks horrible. <laughs> of course. <laughs> well, uh, moving on. The last thing, which or one of the last things, um, I was pretty excited about the Wii makes. They're Wii taking makes. some GameCube classic titles and they're porting them to uh, the Wii with motion controls and hopefully updated graphics, but I'm not I doubt it. quite sure. See, I'm, I'm not too excited about this personally. I, I just... Well, you because you already bought all of them because they're Nintendo titles, so you have them on the <laughs> Well, I... <laughs> <laughs> I don't have all these games, so... Yeah, well, but, I mean, that's the thing, though, is you can go buy them for really cheap on GameCube, right. as they were intended. But why do that now that I know that they're coming for the Wii? Because they're like not going to be that big Pikmin of a one and two. I've never, I've never played Pikmin, uh, either of them, and I've always wanted to ever since I, since like, oh two, and uh, now I'm, they're going to be back in retail and with the Wii controls. I mean, that'll be, that'll be cool. We'll see. I, I don't know. I think it. I guess the good now news, for, the good news to me is it shows that they're not done with the Wii anytime soon. That they're, you know, they're, they're trying to expand the Wii's life, so they're putting some of these older games on the Wii to kind of fill the void while they come out with newer games for the Wii that they haven't quite well, announced yet, like Kid Icarus. It, where, the, where the heck is Kid Icarus, people? Yeah. Come on, exactly. Matt Messina, come to my door and prove to me there's Kid Icarus being made. Yeah, exactly. Or, or well, I will write I mean, say... mean messages on your message board. <laughs> I gotta say, it was pretty brilliant, though, of them to do this, because one, it does fill the void, because I'm not seeing anything real new from them that's 
terribly exciting this holiday season or in the foreseeable future. And this at least gives them something on the shelves to, to put out there. And it's also it's, it's, it's already been made. These games have been made. They were all highly rated, um, so they're quality titles. The Wii has a much larger audience than the GameCube ever did, so this right. is a lot of people's first chance at seeing some of these games. And, um, like, for instance, they're making a, a third Pikmin, so Pikmin 1 and 2, uh, people that pick those up for the first time, that, that helps Pikmin 3. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's a lot of good good things there. And the other thing for me, I'm, I'm much more excited about Mario Power Tennis on the GameCube version being remade for the Wii. Um, see, I and, did not uh, like that game, so there's just well, nothing there for me. Th- but see, you would even admit that's just you, because all your friends always wanted to play it. And you I were never like, understood Why? that. I never understood it. I mean, that's that's because it's an awesome game. It's it really was awesome. crazy to me because I can't stand that game. <laughs> it's it's just the the I think it's just the the uh, production value of it is so poor. It just the graphics are so lame. The animations for each character are just stilted and terrible. And the power-ups are strange, and but people just go bonkers over that game. Okay. I never quite got it. Power-ups are strange. This is from a guy that loves Brawl, and Th- you're telling me the power-ups are strange. Those make sense for characters, though. Like They at least make sense. Waluigi filling swimming. the tennis court with water that and then swimming awesome. across it to hit that a ball. So that doesn't make any awesome. sense! <laughs> That's my favorite power-up. What does that have to do with anything? It doesn't have to have to do with anything. What does WarioWare <laughs> have to do with anything? It's just quirky. Waluigi and uh. Wario are supposed to be out out there. But nevertheless, the reason I'm more excited about that than a new Wii version is because they would just screw it up on the Wii because it's for casual gamers now and Mario Baseball totally blows. Therefore, <laughs> I'd rather know that my game is going to be good with hopefully decent tacked-on Wii controls instead of a fresh a fresh one where, you know... They just screw up every aspect of the game. So, that's my take on the Wii Make. Other titles, real quick, that they have announced being Wii Make is Metroid Prime 1 and 2, and Donkey Kong... Uh, Donkey Kong... Bongo Blast? No, not, no, not Donkey <laughs> Kong Blast, but... Uh, um, yeah, Jungle Donkey Kong Beat. Jungle Beat. Which Donkey I, Kong Jungle Beat. I have with the, the bongos on the GameCube, so I won't get it, but that, that too is... You know, that's a that's, great game. I, I, I mean, love that game. I just I just fear that it won't work with just the Wii remotes. You know, it's yeah, kind of like I, Donkey Kong Jungle. Or, God, what is that? These names are getting out of control. Samba de Amigo, you're talking about? <laughs> no. I'm talking about uh, um, Bongo, Bongo Blast, <laughs> right? Isn't that what it's called? They change the names so many DK times. Bongo. Barrel Blast. Barrel Blast. Yeah, Barrel. <laughs> barrel Jet. Barrel Jetter. <laughs> Jet Setter, Jet Set Radio, don- Donkey. No, I don't know. Uh, but I mean, we did not want to get that game because it was you just didn't have the tactile feel of hitting bongos, and that was the point. True. So it's gonna be depressing playing that game with just Wii remotes. That's what they should do, though, is make a an unWii make of, of <laughs> that game, <laughs> a, a <D laughs> and, make. and let you actually let you use the bongos for crying out loud. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. We'll have to buy it. Um, my other question is, where the heck was Wii Motion Plus at this thing? Gosh. They do announce that at E for All, uh, and then there's not a word. Yeah. You know? Yep. This thing's really going to be ready by spring of 09? I don't think so. Oh, it'll be ready. It'll just be really sucky. There's They're not going to do it. it. 
I don't think they're going to release it. They're going to push it back. They'll have five like... different modes of Frisbee Dog. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Frisbee, tar Frisbee Target. Frisbee <laughs> Fris Distance. Frisbee Triple Jump. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Frisbee and Dog at the Olympic Games. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be out because I haven't heard a single game that's going to support it besides Wii Sports Resort, which is just a horrible title, by the way. All right, well, moving on to Comic Talk. This will probably be short. Last week, we had our Echo Chrome Auditions comic, and people have responded really well to this one. I'm, I'm impressed. I'm surprised. You're surprised? I'm pleasantly surprised and impressed. How can you be surprised two weeks in a row that my brilliance oh, yeah. <laughs> garnered such a wonderful response? Your brilliance, which then had to be filtered through Ray to the winning product, is what you mean. Yeah, I guess. This could be our last yeah. episode, folks. This, is, this could can... be the end. <laughs> we're done with each other. You can see we're just foaming at the mouth against each other. We just can't. I mean, these, <laughs> these partisan politics of ours are just cutting at each other's throats. I thought you were supposed to reach across the aisle like you always do. <laughs> I thought you were supposed to be changed for the politics of old, Tim. Yeah, I'm not going to reach across the aisle anymore. <laughs> uh, well, um... Anything else you want to so say about comic, the comic? comic it was uh, I guess the one thing I would say was that this is the first time I really don't have any clue how I thought of the comic I usually can explain oh I love good to know it's good to know you have no idea what the formula is for a winning comic anymore ah it's like what was it it was brilliant it was this brainstorm of a hundred ideas and that was the only one I could think of, only one I could remember because yeah, I was but, I was uh, surprised when he sent me the script because I'm like I was expecting an e for all comic but you know sure I'll do this and well, I mean, yeah. immediately I wanted to make it black and white, but you kind of insisted on, on color, and then eventually I showed you the way. Yeah, you know, I, I thought I really liked the pictures of, or the ideas of the pipes with Mario and the Cubert thing, and I thought, man, this could be like a shirt or a, you know, just a great wallpaper, and I thought black and white would just wouldn't do it, you know, wouldn't, in, in that type of format it wouldn't do it, but for the visual effect, especially for the pipe one, it, it really had to be... Uh, right, or else you're coloring uh, shading on an object that will soon disappear into nothing. It's kind of right. it's then, weird. It just then the background well. has to be the same color as the the gradient. Right, second, it's just, you know, it's bad. It wouldn't have worked. But I, I still wouldn't mind seeing. Um, I think Cubert, the Cubert panel, like on a T-shirt in color, would would look really nice. I think I think just like the way it is on a T-shirt would look nice. Like maybe like a like a gray shirt with uh, white color or something. I don't know. We can talk about that. Yeah, for every great comic comes great comments, and this week's suggestion box was no different. And we both agree that the comment of the week should go to Sheppy, who said the following. Gave the podcast a listen and have to say, kind of disappointed in you guys. After all, you have interviews being set up, invited to sessions where you can ask the developers questions, trying out new PC games, and your general feeling is not the kind of games we play. But according to your own admission, the kinds of games you play weren't at the show regardless. To me, that could have been a chance to expand your horizons, try some genres that would normally be too intimidating, and have someone there to help you through it. 
Who knows? You guys could have come out of there suddenly fans of Sins of a Solar Empire or Demigod. If you have nothing else on your plate, what's the harm in giving other stuff a shot? All in all, I see your coverage of E4ALL as a missed opportunity, possibly even worse than how you criticized the game's media's, uh, the game media's coverage last year. Was it missing Nintendo? Yeah, which is sad, and I was sort of hoping Sony would be there as well. But you went in with a this isn't for me attitude and blew off appointments and ended up seeing a little of the show when it did have the capacity to open your eyes to some other genres. Tim, your response. And then I get a yeah. two-minute rebuttal. I will say that it's um, it's a valid point that Sheppy makes. I agree. Um, Tim, would you like to apologize for your statements? Absolutely not. I do not apologize <laughs> for anything. I will say that the companies that asked us to interview them, um, I believe only one was actually the creator of a game. Let's assume for a moment that, you know, there were five MMO companies that were there that wanted us to try out their games and interview them. I still wouldn't do it because I have no interest in MMOs. And it's not that I don't like RPGs, MMOs, or whatever. I don't have time for those types of games. Mm -hmm. Like, I barely have time for the Wii or, you know, my DS or FlyWrench. Um... <laughs> So I just, it's, I'm just not, I'm not sorry that I'm not going to get into those games or even see them because I don't think I'm missing anything. And, uh, you know, I mean, we all like certain types of games and um, I don't mind trying out new games or whatever, but I just, I don't think, if there was even a single interesting email I got from a company asking us to interview them, I totally would have been there, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think uh, for... For me, it's not like we went there and there weren't any Nintendo games, so we just avoided all the PC stuff that we saw. Yeah, we, I mean, we we walked around the, the floor, like, what, four or five times and and just checked out whatever right, seemed interesting. Right, and just kind of looked, okay, what looks interesting? Or what, yeah, what looks interesting, what do we want to try? And, I mean, I will admit, though, there, there was at least one or two games where we went up to the screen and it looked like some kind of a strategy PC game, like a like a StarCraft or WarCraft sort of thing. Yeah, I mean, who has the patience to learn that game in, you know, at, at a show like that, you know? I'm going to need to sit down and go through a tutorial, get used to what works, you know, what makes... Because it's, it's the knowledge about the game that makes those games fun. It's the knowledge about how to use certain types of enemies against others and, and how to, you know, strategize the way you win and everything. And you can't do that when you just walk up to a, a, a brand new game that you've never seen before and just poke around a little bit. It's just, it's just not the right environment, and I mean, that just really turns me off. So, But, I, I mean, again, I, I, I do agree with Sheffield to a certain extent, um, but I, I, it's just, it wasn't as awesome as you might imagine it to be. You know, we walked around, we didn't really see very much, so right there there's a problem, because it's not like we avoided things, it's just that they weren't, they weren't there. There wasn't stuff there to be looked at. And, I'm, I mean, I wouldn't say, like, we were just moping around, just waiting passing the time, you know, like, I enjoyed my time there mm -hmm. because I found things that were enjoyable. Like, when, you know, we spent a lot of time in the IndieCade area because Fly Ranch was really cool. Machinarium was really cool. The the PB, Misadventures of PB Winterbottom was pretty mind-blowing in some ways, you know, and the, there was a lot of, like, things there that, that drew our attention, and so we were totally expanding our horizons there, yeah. Um, we tried a lot of games, even games that are out that we just haven't played before. Um, like I tried Tiger Woods Golf, which I thought was awesome for the Wii. Um, so we walked around, we played a lot of different games, we did different things, but 
um, that just wasn't the interview. I mean, if we were going to go to interview, I think we would go for a couple days at least. Right. And I, I, I mean, so, so an MMO company wants me to interview them. I would, I mean, what, what, what am I going to ask them? I have no interest in MMOs whatsoever. I don't know what their game is. I would just embarrass myself and waste their time, you know? But I mean, thanks Sheppy. I mean, we're not, yeah, we're not, we're, we're not fighting. To... Yeah, we're, you'll, you'll get your hate mail later, but I mean, we're, <laughs> we're very... Explaining ourselves, and yeah, we didn't, yeah. like, waste our time there, but, um, you know, I mean, we'll take that to heart. If there is a next year or the next show we go to, we'll um, maybe just plan on more time so that we can just kind of figure Learn out that really new complicated stuff. PC game. <laughs> exactly. Go through a, a six-hour tutorial. <laughs> well, now it's time... Actually, ooh, it did get really cold. Uh, the black clouds are rolling over. And you know what time it is, Tim. It's time for the dreaded Black Doom Award. <laughs> Each week, Tim and I both mention a terrible choice made related to video games in honor of the worst character Sonic Team has ever created. Shame. I mean, <laughs> I mean Black Doom. Mine, mine is pretty mind-blowing, just to let you know, so uh, you can go first. Yeah, let me go first, because, I, I mean, mine's... We already talked about it. We happened to talk about it. Um, just the DSi, I just don't really... You know, when companies iterate... When companies iterate their products, I think typically I get excited, and I think, how can I sell this on eBay and trade it in and do a little upgrade? Because I really always love the newer versions of things, and I just don't feel that way now about the DSi. Maybe it'll change if downloadable games are really awesome, but as of now, the hardware itself is not that exciting. I think it's intended Done. for a different market than us. Like PSP owners? Like the casual, I love taking photos of my friends, I like playing games market, that don't yeah. already have a DS. Or an iPhone, or an iPod Touch. Right, exactly. Or so, a PSP. Good, good luck there, Nintendo. Or a camera phone. <laughs> or a digital or a, camera. Or a Game Boy with a camera attachment. <laughs> or an MP3 player. <laughs> That's a huge market. Huge market. <laughs> well, All my right. Black Doom Award, oh my, is going to go to Bioware. Absolutely. Um, is this the uh, trilogy, I think? I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> sorry. Sorry to, sorry to <laughs> kill your buzz about a joke there, but... Uh, I it no wasn't idea. a joke. I was oh, serious. Okay. I heard that... I heard that... I heard that... I don't know anything about Bioware games. I, I heard that it was a trilogy. The StarCraft II is going to be a trilogy or something. Oh, okay. I didn't that know each... Bioware was making that. Oh, I'm thinking of Blizzard. Sorry. <laughs> it's you know what? It's almost. It's like 12:30 in the morning. Uh, uh, yeah, it'll make me more Bioware. depressed when I talk about this Black what, Doom. Here's the what reason does for Bioware make again. <laughs> Bi oh yeah, Sonic Chronicles. See, I already knew your Black Doom award, which makes me really a moron. <laughs> I knew it was Sonic Chronicles, but I couldn't remember what it was. And you said Bioware, and I just thought. Here, here's the thing. All right. You know, I said I wouldn't buy a, a Sonic game unless it had good ratings. And we Why? decided that a good rating, a, a meta a review good rating would be over 7.5. And the meta review rating for Sonic Chronicles was what? 6.5. No, it wasn't. Well, I don't, first of all, I'm not sure we said 7.5, but I kind of... It, yeah, we said 7.5. Yeah, that sounds 
somewhat reasonable, I guess. But honestly, a 7.5 a game that gets a 7.5 is not very meta good. review. Meta review. I that takes some skill. But okay, yeah. I love that you're going back on what we agreed to now. No, it is what we agreed to. You're right. We agreed yeah. to it after the fact. Just so you know, it's at a, it's at a 76 right now. Yeah, so it's it's, it's exactly. barely there. So it's just enough. It was just and barely. like some people were giving it A's, some people were giving it D's. Amazingly, amazingly. And here, an wait, a for one more, game. one more point. The, okay, Metacritic is is stupid because they <laughs> one up gave it like an A, I think. Which what's an A? An A could be anything. They gave it a hundred percent, a hundred for an A. And I just don't see how you equate an A to a hundred. I, I agree. But regardless, it was sitting at a 76. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to be taking some plane trips to see Tim here. I'm going to pick up this game so I have something to do. Uh, besides read books, because, I mean, who does that? Um, so I so I picked it up. I was playing it. And, you know, it's it's a pretty decent game. It's a, it's a decent game. Uh, it does some things right. does some things mediocre. But the Black Doom Award is going to the sound design team for, Bi for Bioware on this game. Because I am absolutely, absolutely appalled at the music and the sound effects in this game. It is ridiculous how horrible this stuff is. And I mean, luckily, you're going to get to hear some of it, right? Because this is a podcast, an audio podcast. And I mean, what, what kind of show would this be if I didn't play some samples, right? A good-sounding one. But, uh, but the music, for sure, is horrid. And... They're actually uh, many of them are remixes of uh, Richard Jacquees' music from like Sonic 3D Blast, which is some of the most praised Sonic music of of them all. Uh, and he's probably just like ready to commit Rolling suicide. Grave. Well, he's not dead, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he probably wishes he was after probably hearing some of this music. So, okay, this is the second stage of the game. All right, which you find within the first hour of gameplay. All right, let's take a listen to this. I think my favorite part is the fact that it actually gets worse. It's like they just give up after a while. <laughs> They're just hitting random notes know. on the keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> See, right here, right here. It's like, uh, you know, we kind of got tired of doing the bass line, so we just stopped. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, it's getting spicy. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Seriously. <laughs> oh, we're not into the good part yet. Hold on. <laughs> It's <laughs> about right here. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. <laughs> what is it? What is it? <laughs> oh, it's back to the beginning now. Thank goodness. But, but in, in reality, though, it actually goes on for five minutes. Like, this isn't just on a loop yet. Like, they're still doing different things. Oh, why? I guess, but, but we can stop it here, Thank for you. sure. <laughs> oh, brother. So, it, 
you know, like, well, maybe, maybe later on in the game it'll get better. Okay, well, here's the last stage, okay? And, and actually, this, if you remember the Black Doom songs... It's actually a remix of that song. And look at how much they butcher it, just to put that out there. Do you hear the melody there? Like, can you yeah. make out that it's a remix? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Drums have no place. <laughs> <laughs> the, the tempo just is all over the place too. <laughs> so the drums are in a totally different place. Yeah, exactly. Uh, oh, can crap. we stop it, please? Yeah, that's, that's Make good. It that's stop. good. Um, finally, let's take a listen to the, some of the sound effects really fast, because they have, they are the worst oh, no. sound design for sound effects I've ever heard. Okay, what you're about to hear is, uh, like, a, it's like a fight moment. You know, the fight music itself is okay, but, like, whenever you kill an enemy, you'll hear, <laughs> you hear that for every single enemy you kill. It's not just cute creatures, it's everybody. Like bosses? Big, big bosses, anything you kill. <laughs> that is oh their death gosh. noise. Anything you kill. And then following that, you will hear like a celebration music. Dun, 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 dun. And at the end, you'll hear how the music gets really, like it's like the sound effect itself is cutting over. It's like it's glitching out on you. And that happens for every single time you beat someone. So take a listen. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> what, wait, what? What? Go ahead, play, play the uh, <clears throat> play it from like five seconds in. Yeah, like it cuts itself <laughs> off and then it just. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. See, you showed you showed me one of those one boss fight or one just regular fight. Just regular fight, yeah. And I was so done with the game there because I'm like, <laughs> I, I can't put up with that sound effect one more time. Please do not kill anyone else. <laughs> It's just what is this like, like Saturday morning cartoons from the nineteen seventies or what? And like and like really crippled, crippled, you know, MPEG format basically. It's just oh jeez. Oh, it's so and then, bad. And, and I can't imagine beating the... a big boss like here's the final <laughs> boss. This this epic battle and I deliver the final blow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was great. Thanks. <laughs> I literally played half of this game on mute. I I had to turn off the sound or else it would have just been ruined because it's like I don't people don't realize how much of an impact music and sound effects have on a game. Right. I mean it is a huge deal and in movies too. It's it's a huge thing. And so I mean Sonic Chronicles is a fairly decent game, but when you have to play with those like that music and those sound effects constantly, it's just like I mean, your whole opinion of the game is just degraded so much. Well, I and, do take you know, I, yeah. I do take solace in the fact that um, 
like IGN, for instance, really, like, really, you know, lambasted them for for that music, right? Right, Ray? <laughs> you know, I was just going to bring that up. If you read IGN's review of the of Sonic Chronicles, I mean, you just heard yourself with your own ears how horrible this stuff is, right? Here's what IGN says. First of all, they gave the sound a 6.0. Okay, the sound itself is a 6.0. And they said, quote, There's no voiceover for the characters, be it good or bad. Sound effects sound way too compressed, and many glitch out or cut off abruptly. Okay, well, they got that right. And then they go on to say... Some of the music is well done, though. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the music is well done. How much like, of it? Like, the like fight one music, moment, the one song. Goodness gracious! It's hor- It's atrocious. This music. Well, the fact that they don't mention all the horrible music, and they've mentioned that some, some of the music's pretty good. Like, <laughs> it's like I heard one good song. Really? Did you? And, you know. And IGN Fight. gave it a 6.5, so it's not like they were, you know, yeah, they didn't giving this give game extra score. praise or something. It's like, this was their chance to rip on the music. Not, it's like, did you guys play this game? Because this music is nonstop horrible. Yeah. Alright, well, that should do it for this edition of Two Piece Start Live. Join us every Wednesday for a brand new comic and every Monday for a brand new podcast, just like the one you heard here, except better. With that, he's Tim. And he is Ray. And we will see you next week. Bye bye. Well, that was a great hour and 17 minute. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh my gosh. I cannot believe it.